Hi! Hello, we're back, guys. Uh, season 14, episode 23, Penultimate! Woo! Yeah, guys, the penultimate episode of Attention Deficit Order. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and this is... Oh, I'm Skip. Skip is here, and Emma's here also, but she's eating, so she's busy. Hello! Yeah! Oh, man. We made it this far again. The penultimate episode of Attention Deficit Order. Season uh, hold on. 14, episode 23, guys. Very cool. Right? Come on. Oh, yeah. A lot of podcasts can't say that. A lot of shows can't say that. Yeah. Come on. No, to about 100, and they seem to call it quits. Yep. And a lot of TV shows, man. We're getting into, like, a, like a WB show territory here. <laughs> <laughs> 19 seasons Head and shit. Up to the Simpsons. <laughs> All right, guys. Whew. All right. Um... Oh, what was I going to say before? Oh, I was smoking earlier. Uh, what was it called? It was like AK-47 Sugar Wax, which is uh, 65% THC. Oh, that's lightweight shit. And I ate like a quarter of a 250 milligram cookie from Corvo or Covo, whatever the name is, and a 100 milligram sativa gummy. From uh, Cushy Punch, guys. That's what I'm rocking. Uh, what? That's not that much. That's not. <laughs> Sativa's like, come on. That just makes you really clear-headed. It does. It's not like an indica. Indica's knock me on my ass. Yep. An edible <laughs> indica, I'll fall asleep. Yep. In <clears throat> fact, I use them to help me go to sleep when I'm having some insomnia. Yeah, yeah, an edible indica... Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I'm, like, having trouble sleeping, I'll eat, like, an edible indica, and boom, I'll be out in two hours. The second that thing hits, I'm like, oh, good night. Yeah, I'm ready for bed. Good night with edible indica. Bye-bye. I've had to buy some edible indicas before. And, like, some of the edibles, you know, you don't know what the fuck they're mixed with some of the time. Mm-hmm. So you might get a heavy indica side. That's what I think. You know, I'm like, oh, that was the sativa side. Oh, that was an indica side. I'm sleepy. Yeah, it depends. If you get a hybrid and sometimes it uh, it knocks you on your ass, then it's distinctly possible that uh, it was absolutely caused by something like that. Heavier on the indica. At least for me, I agree. Heavy indica side, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, where'd it go? Indica side? That sounds like a type of suicide. Okay. (laughs) So we got... Okay, so... Um, see if these have come out, but it is all Are fucked you up. By the, on pirate now. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it's going to be working. Hopefully, Jesus. Christ. No. If it doesn't, oh my god, people are pissed right now. People really can't get in. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like this is me. The I played last night at nine p.m. and I did a couple missions. It looks awesome. So I just got on a little schooner and went out and got a little. Uh, so there's three places you can get. Um, uh, what, missions from so mm-hmm. you can get them from the colonial army you can get them from some weird sorcerer chick 
Like, uh, and she'll be like, she'll, you have to get mystical skulls. You have to fight a skeleton army. And then Are they crystal skulls. <laughs> some of them. You have to get some of the, uh, not crystal. They have crystals on them and stuff. No. Uh, the, the trailer for the game itself has Ashton, uh, what's his face? Uh, Wheezy, Wheezy Kid. No, Wheezy Kid from fucking uh, Goonies. Uh, what's his name? Son, Austin, Sean Austin. Uh, Sean Austin, yeah. Hey, so he's in the commercial for the game itself. Uh, what else? No, yeah, so it went out. It's fun, though. You go out, fucking grab some shit, kill a bunch of skeletons, grab your little chest, run out. And uh, what did I get? Did I get gold. And then I, I was on a mission uh, earlier... And when I went out, I was trying to get chickens. So the colonial missions are like, grab chickens and fucking give them to this island by 1 p.m. on this date. You know, like chickens or pigs. So you have to go out and find the chickens or the pigs. And uh, I found one chicken. That sounds thrilling. But I couldn't find the other chicken. (laughs) But uh, uh, all the servers, huh? I didn't choke the chicken. Oh. <clears throat> Lost opportunity there, bud. Yeah. Yeah, all the servers themselves are, uh, I think, are fucked right now. I tried to play with a bunch of the horrible gamer guys. Uh, Gib8777 and and uh, uh, Gunny Chief. <laughs> they're, mm. re- they're really funny guys. Uh, I think Gib was up in Canada. And I think they had another guy that they were friends with that tried to hop on. But a lot of people want to play the game. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun once you get like four people on there. I want it to be able to have personal servers. So you can have like five groups of four, you know, and mm. all go in your ships, you know, <clears throat> have fights or, you know, go off to islands and grab shit. Something like that. Yeah, that could be fun. I don't know. It's a cool game, man. I like it. It's uh, it's different. That's why I like it. It's not your typical game. You have to actually navigate a boat for real. You have to use the winds. You have to read the winds and stuff. It's crazy. Dude. Oh. So you have to tilt the sail, the mast. You have to drop it, and whoever's driving can't see shit. You know, on the schooners, like the little ones, like for one person, you can see a lot. But yeah, you have to go by compasses, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. It's trippy, man. So you have to actually uh, steer the mast towards the wind. You have to uh, bring it up and down. And if you get one of the uh, galleons, you have four masts. So you have two people working these things. You know, running around. You have eight cannons. Uh, you have four masts. And you have, one, you have one guy driving. So you have one guy driving. And everyone else is running around, filling the cannons, steering the mast, you know, towards the wind so we can go faster. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <coughs> scooping out all the water. See, on the big giant boats like that, it'd be cool if you could have larger <clears throat> people. Uh, four is the max right now. Mm-hmm. Four is still hectic as shit. <laughs> I think two more people might get in the way. One more would be nice. Maybe six, meh. Uh, yeah, maybe six. But that might make it too easy, though. I think that's what they're going for. If they upload, like, you know, like a DLC content, uh, you can upload bigger ships, six-man crews, mm-hmm. you know, which will probably be down the line. Uh, right now, it's four-man. Like, right now, they're just trying to handle four-man crews. Because <laughs> we tried to jump in, nothing. 
And uh, last night I got the achievement for uh, sinking the ship while playing music. I <laughs> uh, got the achievement for getting drunk and puking. Um, Conditions. Uh, what was the other achievement I got? Pillage? Uh, what do you mean? Um, no, I just got like regular achievements, you know, like, oh, get your first island, uh, complete your first quest, you know, all those little blah, blah, blah. But there's another one where you go on the uh, the Jolly Roger down at the bottom there when you die. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to wait there for other players to come, and then you interact with them, and that's an achievement. You know, you go, hey, what's up? Because it's open mic communication if you're not in a party. Oh, really? So it's like, yeah, it's within... It, you can have it directional or non-directional. You know, you can have the setting. So it just comes out of anywhere, or I think I just put it on directional. It gets funnier that way. So yeah, so when boats go by, you just wave at them. <laughs> but yeah, it's a different game. It's trippy. I think I'll like playing it. You know, just kicking back, sailing. You know, right. do a couple quests here and there. And there's pirate islands that are like have cannons and shit that you have to take out. Um, it took a couple people. It takes like an hour, hour or two to uh, blow through those things. So you have to fight a bunch of skeletons all the way up, and then a big king guy comes out. You beat him up, and then it's like 10,000 gold uh, or something like that. So stuff like that is cool. There's a huge glowing skull with green eyes. So you just go towards that, and that's the island with the fucking uh, big guy. Hmm. One of them. Yeah, I mean, it looked fun from like a little bit of Mixer that I watched, or Mixer or whatever. Oh. It's crazy, man. <clears throat> it's crazy, man. But yeah, uh, that and I'm looking forward to uh, Far Cry 5. Yeah, I've already got that paid in full. Um, Wait, that one. I watched the dumb little pre- preview uh, movie that they put out on Amazon. <clears throat> you know how uh, Ubisoft always makes those movies? They made one for... Um, God, they made one for the division. They made one for uh, even going back all the way to the uh, to the uh, uh, what are the those other army games we used to play? What were they? Um, Ghost Recon. They used to make Ghost Recon movies. Really? Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. They oh, made, I don't they, remember any of those. These are all like thirty minute shorts they had promoting all their games. They've made them for every game coming out. I remember hmm. that. I remember them because they're so dumb. And then this one is uh basically it's kids going to where the cult is out in Montana because they're looking for their missing sister. You know? <laughs> so it's like a 30-minute short. It's on Amazon uh, promoting the game, and it shows, like, the preacher, and it gives more of a backstory of why they're out there. Um and I don't. It has nothing. I don't think it leads into the game at all. Maybe if you've watched it, there might be hints of the movie in the game. I have no hmm. idea. And at at the end, they're all the AR-15 used was not in the original cut or some bullshit like that because of the shooting. Hmm. And they had to like make. Can I get a glass of water, please? And they made the. Uh, what was it the? Um, uh, God damn it. They, yeah, they, they, he, the director made that. I think he put it in after the fact. I don't know. Hmm. 
But yeah, it was weird. Why would you add it in after the fact? You'd think you'd be taking it out after the fact, wouldn't you? Well, no. He probably had it in there, didn't say a shit about it, and then he's like, oh shit, I have an AR-15 in my shit. I better write something up about it. Mm. Like, the AR-15 used in this one was uh, blah, 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 blah. Was never used again after that. Or some weird shit. It was weird. Hmm. Yeah, that is bizarre. Yeah. But that's society we live in, man. We got shootings, and we can't uh, mention the guns anymore that are shooting people. It's going to get wicked if they start taking guns away from video gamers. <laughs> yeah, no more digital guns. That would be a uh, <clears throat> choice, considering those can't actually hurt people. Is that a shirt? You can't take my guns away, and it's like uh, like a, a Lancer and a... <laughs> uh, like a sniper rifle from Halo. From fucking Halo. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right to bear arms, and it's all those guns. <laughs> right. It's like the fat boy launcher from fucking Fallout. Yep. The, yeah, that'd be a cool shirt. I'm sure you'd sell it to right wing, you know, gamers. Oh, yeah, totally, dude. Right? Oh, hang it right next to my uh, Confederate flag. Right next to my, um, uh, what was it? Swastika. <laughs> Swastika. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we got M here. But first, all right, what do you got first? Mm-hmm. I got the first death being caused by an autonomous vehicle. Oh, I was going to, okay. I was going to, my joke is, at least women have something first. Oh. Boom! Jeez, too soon. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. Um, But yeah, in in Tempe, Arizona, um, a woman was... That's a first for women. ...walking outside of the crosswalk, uh, and a Uber self-driving vehicle, I guess it was an Acura of some kind, um, apparently hit her, and... uh, Caused enough injuries that by the time they got her to the hospital, she died. So, um, wah, wah. and it turns you out know is bound to happen. It turns out it was her fault. She walked out right in front of a moving car, basically, and got slammed. Oh, really? oh yeah. yeah, it was all her fault. She walked out without even looking, and it See, was I like the first story. I didn't get a follow up. Yeah, it. yeah. The follow up is the conclusion is it was totally her fault. The autonomous vehicle was in the right. Uh, it would be like the equivalent of walking out right in front of a car behind another car. You know what I mean? Right. Just blind. Like it, yeah, it wouldn't matter whether this was a self-driving car or a person-driving car. Yeah. She probably would have gotten hit either way She didn't. she did yeah. something unsafe. She didn't look both ways is what happened. Well, what did Mama tell you? You know, I bet you she was on her phone and poof, her phone just <laughs> went flying in there. Yeah. You're probably not right uh, wrong about that. Yeah, yes, she was probably distracted or something and not looking both ways. And this thing was flying down the street. You know? So, whew. That's actually good. That's good news, though, that it was actually not good news for her, but good news for us knowing that these things aren't killing people yet. Right. They haven't gone full fucking uh, maximum overdrive. No, I think the first thing they'll kill is um, taxi drivers. <laughs> they'll look at, suicide you mean well the, no they'll just look at them as competition and just run them off the road 
<laughs> or you know what I mean? The way you are competition, they'll just be red, you know, and mm-hmm. they'll and those big boom cut them off and take their uh, take their uh, people because Uber will be like a taxi pretty soon. People won't even have to call it; they'll be floating around, you know. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like Uber taxi, and they'll be like boom. That yeah, that's what's gonna happen. <clears throat> Autonomous. They happen in San Francisco, right? That was the one that hit the woman, right? Was in San Francisco. No, the one that uh, got hit now oh. was um, in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, in Tempe. Hmm. Well, that's what happens if you don't look both ways, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, speaking of which, another autonomous thing that killed somebody. The first cinema seat confirmed kill. No. <laughs> okay, this is... <laughs> Okay. I'm curious about this one. Sil Kinema is the name of the movie I'm going to make. Okay. So, okay. So it's a man in the UK, of course. Uh, he dropped his phone. Okay. You know how they have like the seat rest account. He dropped his phone underneath where the, you know, the feet come up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I bet you when he went under, he put his hand on the controller that brings the seat back, you know, because it's like a touch sensitive pad. And he's probably crushing his own head with his hand. He's like, I can't move it, mate. Uh-huh. Why does he sound like Jason Statham? What? It's Jason Statham. Why is my head being crushed by a chair, mate? It's me, crush him, Statham. I'm like, oh, my God, the chair's not even crushing his head. <laughs> the chair's smoking. Yeah, the head, his Whoa. head is bending the chair. <laughs> The shape of the head, his head is the shape of the chair now, or the chair is the shape of his head. Let's chase him, Statham. That's what would happen with him. Because mm-hmm. there's so much human growth hormone, his head would just start pulsating. <laughs> Come on, mate! That's what would happen. Right? His head, his <laughs> I would head, say so. His head would just start growing huge when it's under pressure. That's what happens when you take HGH. They yeah, didn't. His, they don't. Uh, his neck muscles would just flex like crazy well, all of a sudden. Well, human heads have never been under that much pressure. You know what I mean? So they have no idea the effects of HGH under that much pressure, and just their head just gets bigger, like brainiac. He's like, <laughs> that's what happens to Jay from Statham. So this guy died. So watch out for your cinema seats, you dumb fucks. The- <laughs> Can you believe that? Would you ever think? Some guys uh, like <coughs> yes. There, there's an, a, a series of awards called the Darwin Awards for a reason. That's true. Holy fucking <clears throat> stupid, man. That's true. And I guarantee you, he was hammered. And what's funny is they don't tell you what movie it was. <laughs> you know, I want to know what movie he was watching. He's probably watching like what was his last movie. That's what I want to know. You know, it's probably Wrinkle in Time or some bullshit. Where's mm. okay? What's that cinema name? Where's the cinema name? We should look it up. <laughs> look at the show times. Like, oh my god, he saw um, uh, <laughs> Simon or what's that movie? Simon Man. Love Simon, Love Simon was. It? So I just saw Love Simon, mate. Ah! Don't, either that or he committed suicide because the movie is so terrible. <laughs> it's gonna end it all, man. That's what it was. It was a charicide. He's just like, fuck this, mate. This movie's horrible. And maybe, 
Maybe, maybe he just got done watching. Uh, um, I don't know, Black Panther. There's too many blacks in this movie. He just crushed his own face. Or, uh, huh? I said that could be. Well, what was the other movies that came out last week? Not Tomb Raider. No, that's already been out over there. We're about to rate that in a second. Um, well, okay, let's just go rate Tomb Raider. I call it uh, Tomb Raider and The Curse of the Broken Projector Racial Discrimination in the Green Crowd. What? <laughs> a long title. What? <coughs> Tomb Raider. Oh, wait. Whoops. That's on. Hey, guys. Go for it. Talk. Let me check. What's up? Oh, there we go. Okay. There's M. Tomb Raider. Okay. Okay, here we go. Tomb Raider. And the curse of the broken projector and racial discrimination in the green crowd. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Okay, so the first thing that happened was our, okay, we went to the XD showing. Opening night. Opening night Thursday for Tomb Raider. <coughs> and so we wait there, whatever. The previews <coughs> look great. Nice and crisp. Yeah, the previews are cool. Previews looked awesome. Everything's really cool. I mean, not good movies, but like you could yeah, see There's some them. good movies, man. They got Pacific Rim coming. They got Isles of Dogs they, coming. But they did not they show got... those previews. You left. <clears throat> Trust me. They were not good previews, oh. okay? All right. So, and then, so the movie starts. Boom. It's 3D without glasses. But no, it's not. 3D no, without it's glasses not. is blurry. It's blurry. Like the, the screen is shaking the moment the movie starts. And not like when the movie movie starts, like when like the WB symbol comes on. It just starts shaking. Huh. Okay, so when... Like it so makes you want to throw up projection. when you look at it. <clears throat> so everything itself was just shaking. Yeah, the projector was fucked. So then the guy comes around. No, no, <clears throat> I had to run and go talk to them. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. M goes out and runs out and tells him. What did you tell him? What happened? I I said, the screen's going like this. And I shook my hands. I don't know. <laughs> and and the I, guy didn't believe you? No, he was like, wait, what's wrong with it? And what's was, up, bro? And he huh? followed me into the theater. And then it took him like 20 minutes of turning the, the lights on and off, the projector on and off. Like, they, I mean, seriously, they were like turning the light off and then on and then off. Well, that, was the, that was after. That was after. And then we're just like in this fucking dark theater. And then they make <sighs> us watch one of the fucking previews again, the Ocean's 8 with the women preview again, the whole thing. And then they come in and they're like, oh, sorry, like the 3D, what did what they say? The, the 3D oh. lens is stuck on. Well, no, that the 3D lens are stuck on, but that the um, that they said they couldn't get it out of 3D. So they so they were like, so we're going like, to give you glasses and you're going to have to watch it in 3D. Like, fuck. But like, it's like, right. it didn't start, like, it started like 20 <clears throat> minutes late because of all this bullshit. Yeah, I was tired, man. I was falling asleep almost in the movie. For the first showing of Tomb Raider. 
And the curse oh, and of the broken projector, racial discrimination in the green crowd. And someone took our seats. I mean, not the ones we bought, but the ones we wanted to buy. Yeah. That's what happens. Because this movie's <laughs> cursed. No, it is cursed because they didn't even put those seats on sale until like the day of or the day before. And I should have thought of that. I'm like, come on, this movie's big enough to be in an XD theater. But so That's then, weird. because they put it, they put them on sale the day before. There was only like eight people in the theater or something. No, it was like 15. everyone was in the other theaters. But also the um, what was the other thing that happened in there? As it, oh, they gave us free passes at the end. That oh. was nice. Oh, stay around for later. We'll give you free passes. We'll get, no, they're like, we'll give you something special or something. Oh yeah, ooh, it's pass. Like, I wonder what it's gonna be. Give us twenty fucking dollars each. That would be special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Whoa. Hand out $20 bills. Hand yeah. out tw- like 20 bucks each. Okay, so then Chris, like a fucking idiot, no offense, I guess. What? What did I do? Decides to buy tickets for St. Patrick's Day in San Francisco IMAX. So, well, I didn't think of St. Patrick's Day Parade at all in IMAX. And the parade so. is like literally <clears throat> where the theater is. So we, we couldn't get to the theater. We drove for two hours and we, we never saw the movie. We just drove there, we drove around get to in it. circles because we just kept having to turn left on Howard. <laughs> it's a one way and it's like we're trying to go the other direction. And, <coughs> and we drove through a fucking hailstorm and shit. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't get to the movie, man. And yeah. Too many people. So I and wanted to like, see. And he like threw his back out in the car and I was like yeah. dying in pain for other reasons. It was awful. So, so in the um, so we didn't so, get to see an IMAX. So when I, we were driving up there, I turned around to grab my uh, bag in the back seat, and it was stuck in the door. So I tried to pull it, and then I threw my back out trying to pull it up. So that's fine, like whatever. It, like he slammed the strap in the door, so when he tried to grab the bag, he threw his back out. I'm like, <laughs> and then I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I can't breathe. I pulled the muscle in my back. Fun. I almost ripped the door off. <laughs> That's what happened, bro. It was you fucking hulked your back. Hell down. yeah, bro. And so then we ended up going. We, we just went and saw it XD again on Sunday because we didn't get to see it in IMAX. But, okay, we oh. went to see it in XD again in IMAX. But hold on, I have a conclusion to all that, too. Um, we went and saw it again with an IMAX, and now you all of a sudden uh, XD. Okay. XD. You can't you can't see um. You can't bring your backpacks in there anymore. No, this is the rule. No bag. This Seriously, it's stated all over the theater. No bag larger than 12 inches by 12 inches by 6 inches. That's A like, ridiculously small measurement. It's like, come on. That's ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? That's okay. a bomb size. Nothing but like a little handbag. That's a bomb size. That's what I'll tell them. I'm like, that's bomb size, guys. Uh, yeah, great idea. Let's <laughs> get kicked out forever. Yeah, Chris, you want to try handcuffs on that bad? Just ask him. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, come on. Handcuffs so, from the management of so they, Cinemax. Well, they call the police. So they tell Chris he can't go in with his bag. <clears throat> so now I can't go with my bag here. And then, okay, so then they were starting to let other people in with so, a bag so bigger yeah, than mine. So we sat down for like 20 minutes watching the ticket taker who told him his backpack was too big. Let in at least 15 people with bags bigger. Hmm. I was like, huh. And I went and complained to the manager after the movie, actually. I made Chris leave because I didn't want him to be singled out, you know, because of me. Uh oh. 
And you, that's all you need is like more attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the guy was just like, I'm sorry. I, I don't agree with the policy either. I didn't write it. My hand, my corporate hands are tied. Like he's like, basically, it's just a rule to keep people from bringing backpacks in because people aren't scared of purses and they're scared of backpacks. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And okay, so so you just need to start carrying a purse. <clears throat> Get a pink sparkly purse. So what are they gonna say? Just be like, it's my tampons. So no, no, no. Okay, this is the follow up. This is the follow up to the whole thing. So I went today to buy tickets. Okay, for um, uh, unsane for uh for Saturday evening, unsane. I went and bought tickets for a, a horror movie Saturday evening, and um, <clears throat> the uh, the guy in front of me was being harassed for his side bag. You know, and it was a white guy. He had like you know like a little like a uh, what's it called like a messenger bag messenger bag, and he's like, "Sorry, you can't bring it in." He's like, "Oh, really? I can't do it." <laughs> so he was getting told what to do, and the sign was even bigger. So I think your complaint <laughs> made them. Like, like I was told that many people have been complaining and a bunch of people have been like, I'm never coming back to this theater because I always have my backpack with me. I take the train. What the hell? This is ridiculous. So I was definitely not the first person complaining. Okay. So then, so there, (coughs) there were, and then as soon as I was leaving after my ticket, some lady was coming in with a huge bag. I'm like, uh oh. So (coughs) they're not stopping purses though, because people are not afraid of purses. Yeah, uh, purses are fine. Anything bigger than a purse, basically, you can't bring in. Purses can be like freaking beach bags. I saw people with like basically beach bags going in. Like well, bright yeah. orange <clears throat> giant beach bags. My well, wife has some pretty fucking giant purses, man. Well, I just yeah. said like I think that this, this rule is really sexist and it's totally aimed at keeping men from bringing bags in. It is. It totally is. It's, it's, uh, it's totally a- aimed from men bringing bags in because, oh, because he's like, the Aurora, Colorado. I'm like, that was nine years ago. Did they say mm-hmm. that to you? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. The guy's like, oh, Aurora, Colorado. I'm like, really? Aurora, I, Colorado? Who Please. said that? Who's going to shoot up Tomb Raider? Are you talking about Robert II when I went yeah, with you? Yeah, Dick too. Yeah, he didn't say that. Yeah, he did. He said it to me. Oh, well. He said, oh, he's like, oh, the Aurora, Colorado. I'm like, come on, dude. That was like nine years ago. I, and that's what I said to him. I'm like... Oh, you're gonna let this woman in? He's like, oh, her bag was smaller. I'm like, really? Did you have a measuring tape to measure her bag was smaller than my bag? He's like, oh, well, I'll let you in this time. <laughs> 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 he couldn't say anything. What's well, up? That he has, Dick too. He only has like a few things in his backpack, <clears throat> so you can basically squish it down to the right dimensions. I'm like, there's like nothing in here, and I even asked the manager like. You know, in in I'm gonna bring Los- a pair of skis into the fucking. You theater. Know, in Nevada, <laughs> they just search your bag. In Nevada, they search your bag if if you want to bring it in. And he's like, <clears throat> I asked if we could do that, and they said no because people are afraid of backpacks. People will take their whole family and leave a theater because there's someone with a backpack in it. Isn't that retarded? Those people need to grow a fucking pair. That's what this is the society now that's become. They're just like. <clears throat> I don't go when I go outside. I want everything to be as safe as when I'm on the internet and protected by all my little things. If you're going to have a policy like this, you need to provide lockers with adequate space for people to put their stuff. You do. You need at least like ridiculous. Yeah, like 500 lockers because you're going to have like 500 people on certain days, and you have to issue keys. 
You have to a, a locker for each seat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here, yeah. Be, here's O17's locker. Here's O16's locker. Here, yeah, it's gonna be a locker for each seat. If they want to go that far, that's what's gonna happen. But no, yeah, they're just puzzling. And I mean, they may as well get metal detectors then, because people can just bring in a pistol if they really wanted to shoot up a theater. Exactly. They don't need a backpack. Exactly. It's not uh, the backpack's not the problem. I don't know. Well, maybe the, the problem is I don't think is that they think people are gonna bring guns in. That's not the problem. The problem is that people are apparently scared of backpacks. All right, I'm gonna go in with a um, uh, uh, Chris. You should just dress up like a giant no. backpack and run up to people outside the theater. No. And go boom! No, I'm gonna go in with a trench coat and a baklava. Please don't get over my, my face. Arrested. A full like a full baklava in my trench coat. I'll be dressed up like a um a uh, fucking uh PUBG player. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking. I don't have the backpack. Like, hey, where's my backpack? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people are going to start doing. They're going to be coming in there with big toy guns and stuff going, I don't have a backpack. Yeah, or, you know, just you dress like a military man in fucking, like, cargo <clears throat> pants and a fucking cargo jacket with tons of pockets and just load them up. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, dude. The, um, I'll bring a smaller bag because I have seen them turn away a lot of people now. So I think it, and, and like, I talked to the manager lady, and she said it's pissing everybody off, too, like you said. Because it's ridiculous. 12 um, by 12. By, I mean, come on. And there's a I huge don't even think, sign. I have a small purse, <clears throat> and I don't even think my purse technically <clears throat> qualifies. I could probably smash it to those dimensions, but I think it's like just slightly bigger than that. And I have a small purse, you know? I don't know. And I don't have shit in there either. I have like fucking barely anything. It's like, yep. but I need it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the only exception is like medical gear and stuff. And oh, there you just bring in well, all your stuff shoved inside a CPAP machine. I'm just saying, like, if you have like a diabetes bag, they're not gonna like make you leave that. What if car. you have an oxygen tank? They're like, sorry, sir. That's <laughs> that can be big. used as an IED. Uh, we yeah. don't allow that in. What I want to know is, do you need a medical <laughs> note now to go to the movie theater with your medical stuff? <laughs> Well, yeah, you can. Okay, but you can let a fucking dog in for somebody going. Oh, it's unless it's a seeing eye fucking dog. It's Why not. You, you know, come no, on. Okay, but some of those dogs are there to like sense seizures and stuff. Like okay. you don't really know why. Then don't go to the theater. Okay, you're abusing the dog by having. That's selfish as shit for that dog. That's like bringing a toddler to the theater. Same difference. Dogs, I actually don't agree that. Think how a sensitive. Dog and a think how sensitive dogs' hearings are. It depends. Hearings, I don't know. If you're a dog and you go everywhere with your owner, you probably are not as sensitive. I don't know, man. I think that's abuse. And I don't want to be subjected to dog's asshole if I don't have to be. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, hey, dog <laughs> asshole. Put your dog right next to you and point his tail at your head. Here you go. You know. Look at his butthole, Chris. Like, I'm saying like the people like Paris Hilton. I'm pretty sure those people aren't like holding a dog around for seizures. You know? The ones that are vanity dogs, not the, not the actual seizure detecting, uh, you know, oh, s- cancer smelling, bomb detecting dogs. Mm. You know, dogs that are useful, just the little dogs that people bring all over the place. Put them just, in their purse. Just because they can. Their purse that's now too big to be allowed in the theater. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly. what I'm saying. But your dog's so you'll fine. See less more, you'll see less of the teacup poodles at the theater. 
I mean, it's just a ridiculous policy. 12 by 12 by 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that's like a floor tile almost, you know? <laughs> it's like pick up a floor tile, then pick up another one, break it in half, and that's like your dimensions. And like, dude, okay, I'll bring in a brick. But here you go, guys. I can bring that in, right? A brick. You know what we should do? We should, like, literally, out of cardboard, make two bags that are these exact dimensions and start bringing them the theater okay to show how ridiculous make it is be like and we'll make it here's here's what i'm allowed to bring this fucking teeny app it's like ridiculous it's like smaller than like a, a lunch box you know it has to be new management that has to that runs it's not management this no is no corporate i'm saying it's oh. n- it's new corporate management that's trying to be like Hey, I this just got here, guys. I'm trying to make it safer now in theaters. I'm the new guy. I'm paying fucking nine figures a month. And I'm here to change everything, guys. So this is like across the board, like all Century Theaters, apparently. <clears throat> That's what well, I'm saying. I, I will go check out a Century Theater down here and let you know if I encounter that. Does it bring in, bring in like nine backpacks? They'll probably have <clears throat> the policy posted, but they like won't enforce it. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm I'm gonna bring like a backpacking bag. You know, one of the ones with the aluminum frames. They're like four and a half feet high. I bet you they're not enforcing it like at Cinemarks, like in major cities. And it's crazy no because this theater is like a block from the train station, like not even a full block mm-hmm. from yeah. the train station. So it's like, how many people take the train there? And they're all, oh, you can leave it behind the counter, but we're not responsible for it. It's like really thanks. That's and nice. Your employees can steal my shit, and you're not going to be liable in any way for that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, fuck them. But, oh, well. I'm just glad I have a small purse and that they're letting me take it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serious. <clears throat> okay, so Tomb Raider. Yeah, how is the movie? Here we go. I forgot what we were <laughs> talking about. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Hello. I'm Laura Croft. My boobs are too small. My boobs are too small. I thought they looked nice. And I have a six pack. Right? Kinda. She was ripped. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a six pack. What's her name? Alicia Vikander? Alicia Vikander. Is. She's pretty hot, man. Yeah. Tomb Raper. She's the chick from Ex Machina, right? Yeah, she's Akamakana. This is her first lead role. And she killed it. As Laura Croft in Tomb Raper. I felt like I was watching the video game. But like, you know, like, it looked way better. The, uh, mm, well... They did a side-by-side comparison. It is basically the first game, you know, in her trilogy. The third one's coming out in September. Uh, September something, it's like 17th or 14th. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'll be there day one. Mm -hmm. To finish up the origin trilogy of Laura Croft. And then they'll just jump. Lara. Lara. And then they'll jump into other shit. So this is her origin trilogy. It's going to be finished this September. So her in this role, she like she rocks it, man. All of her uh, when and like you played the first Tomb Raider. 
Uh, yeah, I beat that one. I have not played the second yet. Okay, remember when she gets her first kill on that one? <clears throat> yeah, more with, or less. With the gun. Remember, she grabs the gun and shoots the guy in the head. And then yeah. she's like sitting there shaking with the handgun. Mm -hmm. And this one, she's getting the shit beat, beat out of her by a guy. She grabs him and she actually chokes him to death. You know? And it's a lot more visceral that way. You know? Yeah. It, it looks a lot better that way, you know? And she actually feels the kill in her hands. You know, as opposed to like in a video game to where you're like, oh, it's a shoot mechanic, you know? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like the first time you get your gun, too. And you're like, oh, poof. But yeah, so she's fucking, she chokes the shit out of the dude and kills him. Uh, and uh, yeah. That, yeah, and that, and it looked, she was really good in that part. So as far as video game movies go, man, I think this is the one to beat, which isn't hard to do. But, you know, there's no bar set, really. This is the first one that actually sticks to almost like the beginning is sort of like a slowish. It's slow, but, you know, it's like all the cutscenes shoved together into like, you know, like a backstory of her father and where her dad went and why she's going out there to fucking for her little adventure. But in the okay. video game, they would pop all those in, in between other things. So it was like the beginning was a bunch of the cutscenes. In the beginning, it shows a little riding her bike and stuff, and it shows that, you know, she she can beat people up, and she's not afraid to beat everyone up. Uh, it shows the boat scene when they crash on the island. Um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, as far as, like, the legend and stuff goes, it's very... It's sort of based in reality as far as the... Uh, what is it? Not the legend... But the uh, mystery, as far as the mystery goes with what they're looking for uh, and why why it was buried. And they're all, they're all looking for a tomb, of course. It's good. It's a good adventure film. It's pretty, it's violent. She shoots arrows into people's faces. You know, it's just as violent yeah. as the game. <clears throat> um, okay. The airplane scene is in there. You know, but in this one, she grabs the backpack instead and, and floats through the trees. Remember, you can get impaled by the fucking branches. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you jump off and miss your jump. Yeah, so this one, boom. And just like in the video game, she got injured and she got, the in she got impaled. She pulled out the little part and now she was injured in the, yeah. in the movie, throughout the whole movie, just like in the game. Uh, yeah, it's almost like it's spot on. That's what I'm saying. It's a good video game adaptation. And people who haven't seen the game, I don't think will take look at it the same way. They'll look at it as a poorly written action film, which it is. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to make it like the game. So, you know, I don't know if they're... What are they supposed to do? Make Shakespeare with it? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really play the game, but I played it a little bit. And I definitely played the beginning of it a few times. And I, like, when I was watching the movie the first time, I was like, this is exactly like the game. I mean, it's such a distant memory, right? But it's I was close. like, this is, this is exactly what happened. I mean, for someone like me who played it so long ago and barely remembers, it's exactly the same. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, because, I don't know. Yeah, cool. the, um, okay. I mean, I mean, not the whole thing, but the beginning. All right, so what am I going to rate Tomb Raider? I rate it... Oh, Tomb Raider and the Curse of the Broken Projector and Racial Discrimination in the Green Crowd. Four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, three to five arrows to the neck. 
This is the one to beat, guys. Get out your surfboards and hang 10 one more time, guys. What happened, Skip? What happened? Who died? Uh, Noki Edwards, the lead guitarist of the Ventures, dies at 82. And he died, I guess, like right as we were recording last week's podcast because I didn't see it until the next day. Oh, man, the guitar, man. Too bad I didn't have my guitar here. I would have done a guitar solo for him, but... Oh, well. Yeah, so... Best surf guitar out there, man. I love getting stoned and listening to this band. Him and Dick Dale were rivals. They were like the Edison and Tesla <laughs> of, <laughs> of surf guitar riffers. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. Because everyone else, like, name another surf band besides the Ventures and Dick Dale. They're like Edison and Tesla. Yeah, I can name a few, but there are not that many out there that ever hit it big. And those two are oh, definitely yeah. names. Well, Dick Dale, like, if... Um, Sorry. If uh, if uh, uh, if Quentin Tarantino used this song in one of his movies, it would it would be as popular as Dick Dale. You know, just wait for um, wait for if he uses it in his new um, uh, what is it, Hollywood Stories movie or whatever the fuck he's making soon, the Charles Manson movie. If he uses it in that movie, he's gonna yeah. blow up. You know, sure. Why People not? Would be like, oh wow, I haven't heard of this before. And they're like, oh nope, sorry. No one's ever watched Hawaii Five-0 or Get Smart or James Bond. Or... Is, it, is that Dick Dale? No, that's all the ventures. I know, I know what I'm saying. People be like, hey, is that Dick Dale? Right, probably. Okay, let's do Hawaii Five-0. That's the classic one. Yeah, that's the one everyone knows. That and fucking Walk, Don't Run. And uh, here we go. Smells like Teen Spirit. Interesting. I've never heard them cover that. Uh, that's loose. That's a loose rapping. Sorry, that's somebody else. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> on a completely other note, we're totally listening to other people now. Hold on, hold on. There we go. <laughs> and here's Tom Petty. Oh, wait, no, he died months ago. Uh oh, who's this? Uh oh, it's his rival. <laughs> He's horning in. <laughs> He's like, what? You forgot about me, dude? What about me? It's Dale Dick. Dick Dale. Uh, this is my ring of fire. It's a burning thing. Uh, okay, and then uh, let's see. Oh uh, wait, hold on. What about me? Oh shit, Dick Dale's still fucking touring. Man. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, there we go, Bambora. But uh, there was a bunch of them, dude. Yeah, that's a cool song. Uh, okay, here we go. Boom. Hawaii Five-O. Hawaii Fava. Jesus, will it ever start? Okay, we got that one. Uh, oh, yeah. Pipeline. Yeah. Pipeline's a good one. Wait. That's a great one, right? You like that one, Pipeline? That's like, yeah, bro, we're all surfing now. They're just stony, man. I like all the fucking effects on the guitar, and the drummer is fucking amazing for the ventures, at least. Oh yeah, all these guys are on uh, on uh, pills. Um, oh, speaking of which, perfect segue into a movie I saw about pills. 
It's called Take Your Pills. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. It just came out. It's about just Adderall and how everyone in the United States is on Adderall or some type of speed that's in the business industry or... Yeah, why not? (laughs) Or that's in college or... (laughs) Uh, It's crazy, man. So basically there's like... Looking for that leg up, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and there's like no baseline anymore as far as like people. Everyone's on some type of speed or pill or caffeine or... Microdosing on LSD. <laughs> yeah, they, they got uh, they, towards the end of this thing. They did get into microdosing. People were microdosing um, shrooms. Uh, they got into microdosing mushrooms. They got into some people in Silicon Valley who were just eating Adderall like 80 a day. Jesus. You know, 80, 10 milligram pills a day. What does that do to your fucking guts, dude? Well, that's what I'm saying. All these kids are going to be dead by 60 with just dead livers. You know, their livers are going to be dead. Everything is just rotting out. But they'll 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 take it with a um they'll make uh they'll make like whey protein and they'll drink that first and then they'll put it into that. And then they'll uh it's just weird, man. It's very strange. The and uh and it just got into how the it got into the whole um way how they were forcing from Switzerland, they're forcing methamphetamines, you know, from the war and all this stuff, 1929, when the guy invented them. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. The guy sh- shot himself up and shit. He's like, hey, I like this stuff. They went, yeah. from, they went, they went from that guy to um, them um, mass producing it and send, shipping it to the United States. Oh, yeah. And, and we're the largest users of methamphetamine, or um, um, Ritalin and all those fucking, you know, all those fucking Dexy, whatever, Dexy. anything. We're the largest users of it. And we well, sh- I think GIs in World War II got a couple dexedrine pills in every fucking like. Well, it was benzedrine. Benzedrine, okay. They're getting benzedrine. Benzedrine, dude, that's a fucking high potency fucking amphetamine. It was a, it was a snorter. It was, they put it into, um, uh, what's it called? Like nasal sprays. They put it, in, basically, they put it into nasal sprays, benzedrine, and they just went through like history of songs with benzedrine and stuff in it and all this other stuff. Hmm. Um, it's very interesting in how it went from that to, um, to you know, not methamphetamine, but it went to uh, Ritalin. And uh, Ritalin was um, <clears throat> named after somebody's girlfriend, right? Was that it? <laughs> Ritalin, get your ass over here. <laughs> no, but they took the... Uh, uh, was it Ritalin? What's the other one? What's the other one? There's Ritalin, and the other one is... Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, no, there's, there, there's, there's, there's like Adderall. Adderall, oh. that was it. Her name was um, her name was Adeline. No, and the, and the, and she <laughs> was the one who was testing the speed. Oh, dude, this one's really good. I like this yeah, one. and that's and and then it went and then and when it went to market, it was called. It was named after her. It was called Adeline, or something like that. It was called something. Like, and when it went to market, they had to switch the name, and they just called it Ad or All, and it was A D D E R. A-L-L. So it was attention deficit disorder or all basically is what it is, is how they just made that name up. And it was weird how a lot of people say they have attention deficit disorder when they don't just to take all the pills. And that's everybody. You actually have to go get like fucking tested by a psychologist to get that diagnosis. It's not just something like like your your general doctor is going to go, yeah, you've got it. There's like a formal diagnostic process. So, 
Yeah, the um, whoa, surfing. Yeah, I have trouble concentrating, and pretty much any PCP is gonna write you a prescription <clears throat> if they feel well, comfortable doing it. Well, like, um, I was totally was um, well, they're pushing it. Like, I was oh, there's my point was um, when it came to the United States, the pharmaceutical companies needed a way to distribute it, so they're mm -hmm. pushing psychologists to push it onto their kids for hyperactivity disorder. And it was used, and it wasn't called a disorder yet. It was just called, and there were advertisements for making your kid smarter, making your kid learn in class better. Mm -hmm. And these are like in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and kids oh, would yeah. pass that. And then from there, it went to psychologists um, prescribing it to the kids. They went to principals of schools and talked to them about it and had the teachers and everybody else push the push the kids like oh your kid's out of control maybe you should take some uh adderall or some um ritalin they're pushing mm -hmm. ritalin on kids uh they're pushers they're pushing ritalin on kids they're pushing adderall on kids in like third grade you know that's why all these kids are on drugs now is because it was all weaved into the system it was really weird <laughs> it's like jesus christ that's one reason why i have a huge problem with uh profit motive the idea that making yeah. a buck is the the biggest part of of taking care of people's health exactly right? i mean there's got to be more altruism in healthcare. it can't all be about making dollars um, yeah watch this documentary so, man it's wicked you're like oh, holy shit you know i know enough of the history it would just infuriate me and i don't need to raise my blood pressure <laughs> i'm cool <clears throat> I already yeah. uh, have strong thoughts and opinions because I work in that field, man. So I see it every day and I know that there's history involved in it because it wouldn't be the way it is now just by chance, right? This is all by design. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so strange how the whole system is just from World War II, from Hitler using it and from all of our troops using it, from, um, from the Europeans using it. You know, mm -hmm. just spread around. Everyone was just popping pills and shooting the shit out of each other in World War Two. Dude, uh, it was Dow Chemical, and I think it was in the fifties. But the the sentiment had been around for a long time. Better living through chemistry was their fucking like corporate slogan. Oh yeah, and it's like yeah, but you know, here's a here's a pill. This will fix whatever's wrong with you. That was the thinking at the time. Yeah, and that's the thinking just, now though. Right? Less so, though. I mean, there's enough fucking hippies out there who are like, only natural stuff. I need homeopathic bullshit medicine instead of real yeah. medicine. Yeah, you'll have those, but the majority <laughs> of people, like, you know, like the rich moms and dads who just oh, want to yeah. shut their kid up and don't give a fuck, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, what was that in Kimmy <clears throat> Schmidt? Fucking the pills that they took, that they give the rich lady's son? Uh, I forget. It was like a pill uh, to totally take away their will for, you know, just to pacify them for that exact reason. <laughs> that name. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to Google it right now. Give me a sec. Dude, I have no idea what it was. Yeah, so Take Your Pills, guys, is the documentary. <clears throat> it's weird. Um, but yeah, it just shows the history of how they... How just, just this no, pill alone, not just everyone, just... How they manipulated this pill into the system of the schools, high schools, college, and everything else. So now everyone's a pusher or a drug dealer. And the kids don't look at it as being high on drugs. They mm -hmm. look at it as just being a study. Like, oh, yeah. it's just a study tool. They don't look at it as just being wired out of their fucking brains 
and that it's rotting away at them. There's like, oh, it's just a study. And they'll use it for like four years straight, you know, 20 hours a day. The one thing I will say about pharmaceutical drugs, at least, you know, you're not getting a bunch of the corruptions you'd get from like street speed. True. You know, you're getting something that's made according to strict manufacturing guidelines and quality control processes. So there is that. Uh, but I don't disagree. Uh, you know, being on a stimulant for that long is not good for you. No. Your eyes start bugging out of your face. <laughs> well, and lack of sleep and fucking, you know, those those pills have side effects lists that are pretty fucking long. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. The the documentary is crazy. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I've done a fair amount of reading about the pharmaceutical industry just because I have to interact with them. So... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the 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 yeah, so got your pills. If you want to, if anyone wants to check it out, it's crazy. Yeah. It sounds interesting and I'd recommend it to people who are looking for more information. Yeah. Cuz it has been going on for a long time. The snake oil salesman graduated from the little wagon going from city oh. to city to a corporate boardroom. Oh, if you want to Okay, speaking of something just as ugly. Look at Ben Affleck's back tattoo. Google it. His big ass ugly back tattoo. It's a rainbow rising phoenix, but it's like blurry. Uh, it's just like what? It's like people thought it was fake. He first Dude, the first thing that comes up when you tattoo he, Ben Affleck is he back fir- <laughs> he first lied about it and said it was for a role he was playing, but oh, now it turns out dude. to be real. Dude, oh. <laughs> It's not a good tattoo. Ah. Dude, it's huge. You can afford better than that. Dude, my Phoenix <clears throat> is fucking better than that. But, dude, his is like a rainbow rising Phoenix, but it has like, you can't even see what it really is, and he has like a moon next to it or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it, it, it's um, for some reason, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> The but wings yeah. aren't in proportion in in part. Like they don't. The whole thing looks off. It looks oddly fucking positioned. I don't know. Yeah, it's oddly positioned and it looks off. Yeah, that, that's bad. He Seriously. must have gotten it like way before he started acting. That's what it seems know. like. Like when he first like got his first hundred thousand. It's like hell yeah, bro. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like fuck. But. He, uh, I don't know. He said it, but he lied about it. That's what makes it worse. <laughs> Own up to it, even if it's bad. Own up right. to your tattoo, man. Yeah, seriously. And even, like, he's like, nah, it's for a roll, man. And people are like, no, dude. You just went <laughs> swimming in the ocean with that thing. Right, yeah. You, you don't get to go swimming with the fucking fake tattoo. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, just Google Ben Affleck's tattoo. No, that's terrible. And the, the drug from the Kimmy Schmidt episode was called Discipline. Discipline. That's what it is. So, so far, guys, a man's head was crushed by a seat at a theater. Yeah. I can't believe that. And uh, people are on drugs. Oh, Microsoft's going to rent out the Microsoft Theater, of course, at E3. Uh, hopefully, they do something cool. I don't know. Danny Boyle is going to direct the new James Bond movie. That's going to be cool. 
Yeah, I saw that. It'll be and it's uh, what's his bucket? Fucking from uh, Layer Cake. Daniel Craig. <clears throat> Daniel Craig. Thank you. Layer uh, Layer Craig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I like that movie. Layer Cake was good. Hello, um, mate. It's me. No, that's Jason. Jason, save, save him. He was in Layer Cake. <laughs> he was in there. Was he? Yeah. Oh shit! Dude, I need every to watch British that movie. actor was in all those movies all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. At that time, like in the late early nineties, it was like, "Come on, I want to be in a Quentin Tarantino ripoff." <laughs> <laughs> all we can do is Tarantino ripoff. Yeah, exactly. Layer fake. Okay, yeah, that was a cool movie. Okay, uh, <laughs> um, do we want to make that deficit pick of the week? Uh, I don't know. Can sure. All right, fine. Later cake. Um. Oh, oh, yeah. The Microsoft renting out the uh, theater. I think the, hopefully they do something cool with it. What are they gonna do? We don't know. Yeah, they're gonna screen that Halo movie they've been talking about for twenty five years. <laughs> oh yeah. It's me, Steven Spielberg. Halo! Uh, <laughs> I <think that> it. <laughs> oh, also, I got my Infinity War tickets for opening night. The fastest selling tickets ever. They sold out in a half hour. Holy fuck. <laughs> I woke up. I knew they were going to go on sale because I always check and all the shit's always grayed out, but the times are up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like fucking waiting for that shit to pop up. So I woke up. Like a motherfucker. Well, I knew, like the trailer was gonna drop that day. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm not gonna watch it. And mm-hmm. uh, and I knew the tickets were gonna go on sale. So I fuck. So you know, I wake up and I go to work. I'm at work by five thirty. So I knew the tickets were gonna go on sale by six. So I was already ready. I had my iPad with me and my phone. So I ended up like like Fandango crashed. Okay, so I bought them through. I bought my uh, AMC uh, tickets for uh, the Metreon IMAX. So, and then I bought them for the Prime. And then I had to go through Cinemark to buy them for opening night because Fandango crashed and you, and you couldn't buy them anywhere else. So I bought my uh, 7 p.m. Uh, opening night tickets hmm. for. Uh, whew! Uh, Infinity War, <laughs> two hour, 39 minute movie. And I'm exhausted. What? Yeah. Two hours, 39 minutes? Fuck Two it. hours, 39 minutes. This is going to be a doozy. And that's part one. That's part one, baby. <laughs> it's going to be five hours <laughs> worth of movie when all is said and done. The most uh, anticipated movie, I think, of the year is this one. Uh, Han Solo, maybe. No, I think this one. This is 10 years in the making. Yeah, no, I, w- I would tend to agree. <clears throat> right? I'm trying to think of... So- like Aquaman, mm, people want to yeah. see it, but... Eh. But it's not 10 years in the making. That's what right? I'm saying. We've only seen Aqua Bro for fucking one movie so far. Like, I've seen every one of these theaters from Iron Man when people didn't give a fuck about these movies. I went to see Iron Man opening day, uh, 2006, seven. And there was maybe half the people in the theater. It wasn't a packed theater. Right. And it was a great At movie. At this point, it was like the, the, the Marvel fanboys. They were like, they made an Iron Man movie? Holy shit. Well, exactly. It was a great fucking movie. You know, it's still one of their better ones. Yeah, Iron Man 1 is awesome. Yeah. Except for uh, Tony. <laughs> oh, come on. Jebediah. 
But, you know, I'll let that pass. But still, yeah, no one was seeing that movie then. So for me seeing the movies in the theater, year after, you know, whatever, every one of them. I'm trying to think of ones. I, I haven't missed one. I'm trying to think. Even both the horrible Hulk movies I saw in the theater. Hulk 1 and uh, and What's-His-Face. Um, who was the second Hulk? God damn it. Uh, oh, Edward Norton. Yeah, Edward Hulken. Edward that Norton. Was, that was the best of the two, though. The first one with fucking Eric Bana was terrible. It was. The, yeah, that was the better of the two. But but Hulk Dog? Seriously? Yeah. No, give me Abomination versus Hulk any day. That was tight. Yeah, that was decent. Tim Roth, Tim Roth is like a fucking roided out midget fucking all of a sudden giant monster guy. It was <laughs> tight. <laughs> and he can tell if you're lying. It's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he just punches you. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. So yeah, it's 10 years in the making for that shit. So I'm ready. Got all my tickets. Sold out in 30 minutes. I didn't see that. I didn't watch the trailer. I watched, you know, I've seen GIFs of parts of the trailer, mm -hmm. which look hilarious, but, you know, as far as the movie goes, I'm ready. Yeah. We're all ready, guys. And so. I mean, I've got to watch Thor <clears throat> and Black Panther before it, but. Uh, they'll be out. Wait, no, they won't. Sorry. Thor's already out. Uh, we just rewatched Thor. Yeah, it's uh, Ragnarok. That's like the fourth time I've seen it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna try and watch it this weekend, and then we'll see about Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther is now. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say that there's there's no chance I'm seeing uh, Avengers in the theater anyway. Oh, but Black Panther is eight million away from breaking the um, uh, Avengers record. No, 18 million away from breaking Avengers record. So as of right now, it's probably broken it. Maybe. And all the black people are going, this is like, a, a, like they're like, Spider-Man ain't my hero. Iron <laughs> Man ain't my hero. You know, they're saying all the white event. Thor ain't my hero. What about Falcon? Uh, they didn't say anything. They're like, the only one, they said Falcon, like the only one that's cool is Bruce Lee. Because he can't, he gave Kareem Abdul Jabbar his come ups or some shit. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm not even sure what that means. His come uppins. Or he, he gave him like whatever. And uh, yeah, I don't know, guys. All right, what do you got? Um, I got to actually, you mentioned it earlier Far Cry 5's coming out in like a week, four days, yes. something like that. Pretty damn soon, right? Um, so it again <clears throat> is reviving the, uh, the map editor that all the Far Cry games, except for the last couple have had. Yes. <laughs> this one looks insane. This one does look insane. I'm, I'm looking at a little article right now, an interview with the executive producer of the game. And he's saying that, um, there's the possibility to create battle royale type maps for, uh, Far Cry five using the map editor. Uh, uh... So you basically build a PUBG kind of map in Far Cry 5. But what's funny is Far Cry has always been that way. They have, ever since we playing it on Xbox, original. Yeah. Original we, Xbox. We used yeah. to play a recreation of the Twin Towers being hit by a plane. Yep. You know, that was, that was a, we used to play a recreation of the, um, the bombing of Hiroshima. Yep. 
You know, we used to play, you know, just insane maps way before Minecraft. You know, these people were build these people were building insane things on uh, on the map editor, and we were playing full games of like capture the glow stick or whatever the fuck it was. (laughs) Yeah, well, the. Yeah, the, the original Far Cry was way different than any of the, the subsequent ones. That's what I mean. If you can start doing that stuff with it and make your own maps and you have special tunnels to, you know, you have capture the flag, but you have to go through a special tunnel to get to the flag that only the people who've created the map can get to. It's like, come on. But, uh, you know, stuff like that. If they make it like that. I think they have something. I think that's going to be a huge game, and it might be even bigger than Fortnite. Yeah, no, I used to play, uh, not play, I used to spend hours in that original Far Cry map editor making maps. Yeah, remember we used to, yeah, we used to play all the, your maps that you'd make. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I got tired. Well, I started having kids by the time Far Cry 2 came out, I think, so I stopped because <laughs> it would be hours just like tweaking and playing around, <laughs> making sure that you could traverse everything. But, uh, you know, Nowadays, I think map editing has gotten a lot easier because of games like Fortnite and Far- and, uh, and Minecraft. So yeah. I am hoping that it's a lot more user-friendly than the originals, um, like 1 and 2. So anyway, that's kind of cool. I'm happy to see the Far Cry 5 is bringing back the, uh, the map editor function. Hopefully, it'll be on consoles and not just on PC. Um, it'll be on the Xbox One X enhanced 4K HDR. I'm sure. Um, they, the guy also says that if you just run through the story without doing the side missions, it's about 25 hours long. So a decent length, but you know, they've got all the hunting and the fucking soup up your weapons side quest shit. Um, so there'll be that as well. Uh, if you really want to geek out, but yeah, this, this Mm. looks like a fun as fuck game. And I'm really excited that there's co-op, uh, throughout the entire story. Now that's going to be tight. Oh yeah. That would be cool. Is it a hop, pop in and pop out co-op? I believe so. Yeah, two-player co-op throughout the entire game. Oh, that's like the last one, right? No, I well, I didn't play Far Cry 4. Oh. Okay, here we go. Eric Sermon from EPMD has his own company. I'm promoting him, guys, because I like EPMD when I was a kid. It's called Death Rugs. Okay, so you can get, like, Public Enemy... On your rug, you can get, you know, like a bunch of rap. Oh, like anything Def Jams. Like anything Def Jams on your rugs. Or they have outside of Def Jams. Like it's, uh, they have a bunch of different type of rugs. So it's get a hieroglyphics rug. Yeah, yeah. It's custom rugs, guys. But they're <sighs> small, you know, like they're like, you know, like a mat for your front door. Or can you I get, get a custom Merkin with like the Van Halen yeah. logo on it? You probably could. <laughs> they, dude, I bet you they'd make one for you. If you had my, but hey, it's me, Eric Thurman. I need a deck carpet. <clears throat> Did you? You like EPMD, right? Uh, I can't say that I know him offhand. Okay, here we go. Music, man. So EPMD, uh, what's a good one? EPMD, you got to chill. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on, right? Yep. Strictly, absolutely. Strictly business. There we go. Wait, right, hold on. 
Good to go. Good to go. Here we go. Hell no. Hell yeah. Yep. So Eric Sermon, EPMD. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That shit was amazing back then. That was like 91. <laughs> EPMD in the world premiere. Okay, so, and speaking of world premieres, guys. Uh, Boy George and the Culture Club. B-52s announce a massive summer tour. Oh, Skip's already got his tickets. I have them. Yeah. <laughs> What's going down? Jim wheel around in wheelchairs. It's going to be called the, uh, uh, I don't know, Makeup and Surf Tour. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, the, it's going to be the original Gender Queers uh, tour. There we go. We, uh, God, what's the, uh, who's the lead singer of the um, B-52s? What's his name? He's, uh, oh, dude. Oh, fuck, man. I know his name. It's like. God damn it. Oh, well, whatever. B-52s, guys, are touring. That's going to sell out everywhere. It's going to be a bunch of rockabillies all over that fucking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Schneider. <clears throat> Fred Schneider. It'll be called the Fred George. George Fred Tour. It's interesting now, though. If you, if you Google Fred. this guy, he looks almost normal. But if you look at pictures of him back in the day, he was a fucking weirdo. Yeah, well, because he's on speed and shit. Yeah, it could be. Indian <laughs> on the Dexies. <laughs> See, he's on everything, man. That, that's what I'm saying. He, I think he was in that documentary. <laughs> uh, I was on Adderall since I was five. Seven Eleven is build your own tater bar. Oh, so all you stoners out there, if you want to throw up after you uh, start drinking, yeah, no, that's for drunk people. I need to eat something. Oh, speaking of um, uh, Avengers, AMC to host a 31-hour MCU marathon. And what we've... Okay, go ahead. I just said, holy fuck. It's 31 hours for everything MCU's put out since Iron Man? Yep, 31-hour marathon. Dude. Have fun with that. And what we've always feared, guys, like everything else... Movie Pass tracks your movements after you use the app. Of course, just like Uber. So they track, yeah, exactly. So they track where you go to eat afterwards. So they know where you like to eat. They They're track, selling your fucking information. Yeah. Well, just like we found out Facebook did. Did you read that article? That uh, that Facebook there just been about. There've been about. 20 articles at least. I mean, you, every major media outlet has broken some new facet of it. That UK one, yeah, that's crazy, right? How they can what was what's the main thing they uh, basically distribute your information without you knowing? Well, no, what happened basically was a company called Cambridge Analytica, uh-huh. uh, which uh, basically worked with most of the Republican candidates for major office in the 2016 election, um, doing essentially propaganda style ads targeted at individual people. Um, Cambridge Analytica yep. had basically backdoor access to Facebook and illegally downloaded the um, all of the data that Facebook had on 50 million users in the United States. Um, 
no word on how many people across the world. Um, that's but in what, the that's what States, they that's what these, they caught. Yeah, that's what they've caught. Well, no, the fifty million number is only from the U.S. But I bet you that's the first. Like they're like, oh, that's fifty million from the billion we got. Oops. Yeah, I know exactly. Like, who knows about how many around the world? <laughs> that's all they so, caught. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and Facebook straight up lied about it. Like they basically said, "Oh, we have no relationship with Cambridge Analytica." And Cambridge Analytica, like, they had uh, journalists pose as potential customers and got all this fucking dirt, um, including the fact that Cambridge Analytica had a whole bunch of uh, information. And then uh, an engineer who worked for Cambridge Analytica, designing their software that that did like predictive analysis and and psychological profiling of, of all these Facebook users. Uh, he recently went public with a whole bunch of information from Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, that uh, pink-haired dude? Yeah, uh, something <clears throat> Wiley. Cam- Cameron Wiley, I think? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's That's a Canadian cool. guy, and yeah, he was like a rock star fucking hacker dude kind of guy. Uh, he was in Oxford, or he was, in, he was at Cambridge studying computer science and politics or something, uh-huh. and he was recruited by this company, and they basically said, design what you want. So he created this thing, and now he's trying to stuff Pandora back in the box, basically. <clears throat> yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, because the company he worked for used the technology he created to fucking, not only in the United States, but in Kenya and Malaysia and South Africa and France and Britain and probably more countries. <laughs> um, they uh, used the information they gleaned from Facebook and other internet sources to target ads down to the individual. So... They figured out you, Chris, like Coca-Cola, you smoke weed, you fucking, you're like meh about politics. So we're going to send you these messages that we've prepackaged for people like you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, all it, through, it, and, and Facebook allows it, that, right? Well, Facebook allows people to put up ads. And so political company or political uh, figures would hire Cambridge Analytica to put together ads for them, basically. How do they you, tailor the ads towards the people, though? Just by your searching yeah, on Facebook? Yeah, your search history, what you do on Facebook, the yeah, things okay, you yeah. like, people you talk to, what they like, what they talk to. You know, I mean, it, it's all interconnected data points, right? They can say, well, Chris on his Facebook page, he's liked uh, the Dead Milkmen and um, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Uh, he's liked uh, horror movies and sci-fi fucking flicks and... So we can kind of deduce from that information that he believes X, Y, and Z. Oh, and by the way, he's friends with uh, Stan from Big Papa Podcast, who's pretty conservative. And so maybe he would like this ad. Oh, wait, but he's friends with Skip, who's uh, fairly liberal. So maybe these ads. And so they kind of narrow things down oh, weird. to what will tug at your heartstrings the most. So, so it's uh... basically targeted propaganda. Yeah, exactly. So that's not... That's not any stranger than anything they've been doing before with, you know, uh, all, all the like, Project Northwoods and all the other shit they've been doing. This the is just... Is that it gets down to the individual, and yeah. so it's, it's pretty invasive to your privacy, right? Like, I don't sign up for Facebook with the thought that some company somewhere is picking apart my brain to figure out what I like to try and influence my thoughts on something. But it's not only Facebook, it's anything Facebook owns. Instagram, yeah, um, whatever else, and tons of people use Instagram. Instagram is more popular than Facebook. Yeah. So they're getting way more information from Instagram users than they are Facebook. 
Right, but the the point is that this is probably not the only company that Cambridge Analytica sunk their hooks into in some way. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out Twitter and fucking no, like the know, four, like the four big companies. Yeah, like uh, the four big companies. You know, are just like like Apple's probably doing it, Google's doing it, Facebook's doing it, and uh, Amazon's probably doing it. The thing I hope that comes from this is that there are really strong internet privacy protections put in place that outlaws a lot of this behavior. Because unless the companies can be held criminally liable for this kind of thing, it'll continue and just get worse. Like, if you have a really good service, I will pay some money, like I do for Netflix, every month uh, to use it. And that's fine. But, you know, don't make money in a backhanded way off of me. Right? Make it up front. Say, I'm going to charge you 10 bucks a month. Okay, fine. I'll pay that. I'm happy with that. Don't say, oh, this is a totally free service, but we're making billions of dollars selling your personal information to other companies to sell you shit. Well, that's what they do with um, Instagram. They take your pictures from Instagram and sell them to foreign countries. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know. That's you know, why so, I don't post much, post much on Instagram. Yeah, so they've been doing that stuff for years. Of and, course. And this is all we've only caught. So what we haven't caught, I bet you would just drive us insane. You know what I mean? As far as like information stealing and just watching and seeing and doing everything, you know they yeah. can they can like what was uh, uh, what's his face was saying the dude in Russia, uh, yeah they just tap into every camera, every phone, every phone's a bug, uh, everything, yeah. yeah yeah everything turns into that at one point. If if you someone know. wants to target you, <clears throat> yes. If you are or you're just unlucky, like. <laughs> You know, you can do the best job being fucking secure, have, you know, every firewall and virus protector and malware protector on your computer. But that's not going to stop a determined hacker who really wants to get in your shit because there's always flaws. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to bring up? <clears throat> uh, oh, Marvel Land. That was it. 2020, guys. They're actually making a Marvel Land in Paris. Tokyo and Florida. Can you believe that? I can. Well, now that Disney owns it, not fucking in the slightest. Dude, Marvel Land, they're not going to stop with these movies now. No. I don't know what's what's going to happen with this. Is Marvel going to stick out that much in 40 years, 60 years, 90 years? Is it going to be Spider-Man and Fantastic Four and X-Men have all been around since the 60s, you know? If they all make them relevant, I guess, and keep making them relevant and keep refreshing them, I guess they will, but it's just yeah, weird. I, I think, well, yeah, you know, I mean, there, there are a lot of things that have been around for a long time. Look at Frankenstein. Mary Shelley wrote that book in fucking 18-whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. They just it's, Well, speaking of, like, corporate bullshit, they're just, like, you know, corporatizing just Spider-Man, Frankenstein, Iron Man. Mm, yeah, you well... Know, I, rehashing them over and over again to make money more and more and more with them. Right, yeah. Exactly. It, it makes sense with those kind of properties that are yeah. popular. And if they're not popular, you know what will happen? They'll stop for 10 years. Yeah, true. They'll they say, would. okay, we're going to take a break on Marvel. We're going to smash Disney fucking hard. Or, yeah, Disney fucking properties hard for 10 years. And then we'll come back to Marvel. Yeah, it's yeah. they're just money machines, man. They're just like, okay, now we can make more money. We're going to open an Avengers park. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just going to be... Okay, here's Wakanda. Yep. Here's, you know, it's going to be, they're going to make a Wakanda. Here's a shield helicarrier. Here's a fucking, 
uh, X Men's fucking mansion. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god! Oh yeah, a tour through fucking the X Men mansion. Fuck yeah! Here's the danger room. Yeah, it's all shit that I won't be able to afford to get to or want to go to because it's going to be flooded with people. Yeah, they'll, what they'll do in the uh, in the fucking uh, Marvel land, they're they're they'll have uh, the X Men mansion be an escape room kind of place. Oh, that'd be creepy. Creepy. Freaky. <laughs> That'd be freepy. It won't be free, Chris. Nothing there will be free. That'd be freepy. But the, uh, yeah, I don't know. They already have Star Wars land, which I'll never be able to go to just because, one, it'll just be shoulder to shoulder trying to get through shit with people drinking out of fucking Ewok cups and shit, <laughs> wow. you know, and like wearing stupid fucking, <laughs> um, fucking Darth Vader helmets and. <laughs> Fucking uh, lightsabers around, lightsabers, Luke Skywalker wigs, you know, and bullshit like that. Yeah, <clears throat> that's it's gonna be horrible. Hey, but at least midgets and giants will have a lot of jobs. Well, that's what they're I'm saying. Need yeah. a lot of Ewoks, and they're gonna need a lot of Wookies. Well, I remember at Disneyland they would always have Indiana Jones. Remember when Indiana Jones would pop out? Yeah, and have his little fight and be like, "Hey, watch out!" Yeah, and then just run back in. Like, oh god. Yeah. And then, and then we'd go on the Indiana Jones ride. But now, I don't know. I, I won't be able to... There's no way. Avatar Land? I'll never go there. <laughs> you know, Indiana Jones may, place, I've been there. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, uh, Disneyland is out of touch for a lot of people, man. It's out of reach, that's for sure. I mean, it's like $115 for a day pass into the park. And that's just into Disneyland. If you want to go to California Adventure... That's another fucking 115. Yeah, it's like either or, you fucks. Or do you yeah. want both? Give me your fucking money. Yeah, if you get a park pass, it's like an additional 70 bucks on top of the bottom. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it's not cheap. That's for fucking sure. <clears throat> well, when I went there with my family, it was almost a grand. A thousand bucks at almost. That's with no food. That's just tickets getting in the park. Like with like yeah. 12 of us. I think it was something like that. And that was like 12, 10, six years ago, seven years ago, or more. Easily, yeah. maybe more. So I have an upcoming trip in <clears throat> November uh, to Disneyland. And it's uh, staying at the Disney Resort down in Anaheim. Uh, and Park Hopper passes for three days. It's $3,800 for my family of five. You should have uh, hit up, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, I don't know. What's whose face? Um, uh, uh, Mike from uh, Mike and Mike. He's the Disney man. He might be able to give you a discount, a Disney count. <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> I think I think Mike uses his discounts for his own trips. Oh, like that's true. <clears throat> but it'd be like, hey, it might be like a, hey, I know you discount. Like, hey, this is my buddy. <laughs> He might be I, I know, like... I'm a, I know Mike W. Oh, well, sir, here's the well, platinum pass. Well, you know what I mean? Because he's such a killer customer of Disney. A friend of his would be like, oh, hey, this guy might be a potential high roller like this dude. So we'll give him a fam... <laughs> oh, you know, we'll give him a discount. You know what I mean? To entice him to buy well, a suite or whatever. That, you know? that, well, we already get a suite. But, but you know what I mean? We've got three kids, man. There's no way I'm sharing a bedroom with them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It'd be like that. You'd be like, okay, so uh all right, so let's see. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, people have lost what it means to be funny. They only look for what offends them. Mm. Uh, oh, what is it? Hardcore fans ruin perfectly good things by getting a tattoo and obsessing about it. These are just shit I wrote to myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stream of consciousness, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. How about the Claire. world's oldest tattoo? <laughs> uh, we already saw that. <laughs> no, we didn't. That we saw Ben Affleck's well, shitty we? back tattoo. No, no, they um, <clears throat> recently discovered uh, in the British Museum uh, there was a Egyptian mummy on display, on public display, for the last hundred years, and people saw little smudges on his arms. They didn't know what that was, um, but scientists recently used a scanning electron microscope or some shit spectroscopy. I forget what. Um, they scan these smudges and it turns out the guy had a giant wild bull and a North African goat, uh, tattooed on his arms. And these are 5,200 year old tattoos. Holy Uh, shit. Yeah. That's how long your tattoos stick around folks. Make sure they're good ones. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the interesting thing is that it's sat for a hundred years and no one thought to figure out what those smudges were. So it's kind of neat. <clears throat> Just shows that the art of tattoo has been around longer than most. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And tattoos have, uh, they found tattoos in, throughout every culture in the yep. world. That's right. Uh, every culture throughout time, <laughs> as far as back as they can find, has had tattoos of some sort. It's trippy, man. And that's like the only art form that's like been passed around throughout the world. That's similar. You know what I mean? Well, like, well, like everyone's like just like, you know, either scarification or a tattoo of some kind. Every culture has it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And True. It's, it's not the same, but you know what I mean? It's very weird. Uh, besides Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to get that one burned off before he dies. So no one finds it on his mummy. And also, before we leave, guys. Mr. Rogers is putting out a movie. Mr. <laughs> Rogers' Neighborhood. Won't You Be My Neighbor? It's coming out this summer. Really? It's a documentary. Oh, uh, okay. On Mr. Rogers. All right, guys. Let's get out of here on that note. There we go. We'll go out on this note. Ah, <laughs> uh, won't you be my neighbor? All right, so who are our friends? Uh, won't you be my friend? <laughs> uh, so guys, Stan at Big Papa Podcast uh, Mike over Growing Up Not Growing Old Clint and Steve at Geek Dig uh, Sean at Horribly Awkward Podcast uh, All the boys over at Painted Black Podcast yes. Bold and Belligerent The Offensive Line <clears throat> Everyone over at BadSquadNetwork.com uh, Knights of the Turntable Kodo MMA uh, Knights of the Clown Table it keeps on going. Check out BatSquadNetwork.com for yes. all exciting details. Um, Fifth Cast, Fear Cast, Naked Porch Podcast, Conrad and Jack Show, Dark Angels, Pretty Freaks. Help me out. Did I forget anybody? Um. Oh, oh. Uh, horribly Awkward Podcast. I said and, that. Oh, Horrible Gamers Podcast. I didn't say that already. Oh, uh, did you? No. Uh, said Horribly Awkward, not Horrible Gamers. Uh, so I think that's it. If I missed you, blame Chris. 
Oh. All right, guys. Um, so that was a fun show, wasn't it? Come on. Penultimate! Woo! Yeah! Um, just go to 7-Eleven and build your own tater bar. All right, guys, we're out of here. Later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Look what you're doing to me. I'm utterly at your whim. All of my defenses down. Your camera looks through me with its x ray vision, and all systems run around. <laughs> all I can manage to push from my lips is a